You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I'm your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, actually, uh, sort of a lot of stuff to do uh, because I had said that I would talk about other movies. Right. And I could just chalk that up to lying about what I'm going to do. But then people are uh, all about the Joker and certain things. And so we might as well talk about some stuff because, uh, you know, Tiff and now everything is... You're dying to talk about Kevin Hart and his car well. accident. I know it's been uh, on your mind. You've been texting me about it all the time. I'm not no, I know. At all. Yeah. <laughs> um, in a world of weird news, when that came across and broke through, I was, I was really like just neutral. I'm like, okay, this car accidents all the time. But then the only thing that cause I like Kevin Hart, but the only thing that really paused me was all the reports kept saying how serious the accident was, and that it was a major. Uh, back issue um, with him and one of the other people. And I I think I must have seen one of the photos of the car. And then I was like, wow, that, that's and something. Then, yeah, and then you all of a sudden it something. was just uh, his wife saying he's, he's fine. Yeah. But, so. yeah, I don't know. He's not where I was going with that. But no, anyway, we I have uh, two movies to do also. We got Ready or Not, yep. and uh, we've got the sequel to It, yeah. um, it which I don't even remember what it's called. It's it just it, two. Cha- it, it Chapter 2. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's not like The Reckoning. No. Or- there's, yeah. <laughs> there's no colon and then some other uh, name. That it's would just- actually be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but then uh, I was going to talk about some other movies, and uh, it's actually kind of surprising to me, anyway, that so Toronto uh, Film Festival is going on, and, yeah. and uh, everyone's talking about all the big premieres and all that. And the Joker just weirdly—it's like first people love it, then there's a backlash, then there's like a backlash to the backlash. Yeah, and I, I just—I guess I just kind of wasn't expecting that from the Joker. Like something is always that movie of the right. year, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> there's always the one that. I don't know. People have a reaction, then all of a sudden people hate it, then they love it, then people hate that people love it, and like yeah. on and on and on. And the Joker just seems to be like the it girl right. this year because right. everyone says Joaquin Phoenix is great. Yeah. Next thing you know, people are like, I don't care if he's great or not. This is a dumbass thing stupid. to have a movie yeah. about. Right. <laughs> and and then it's Super political, even. It's not even just that it's dumb. Is it really? That's where it's gone. It's like there's a whole, yeah, there's a whole political thing because, and, you know, quite frankly, rightly so, I think, because it's, the movie is about, uh, you know, to listen to the political people say what it's about anyway. It's about, uh, you know, some white guy who has a bad time and now becomes like a mass murderer and- Right. And doesn't that just all make sense? Doesn't and that then people familiar? are like, yeah. "Wait a minute!" Right. Like, <laughs> you could, if you look, that through, doesn't make sense. If you filter things That's through not... your political bias, you're going to find a lot of films, you know, sound like whatever you want them to sound like. But right. Um, but in this case, it seems like see, this is weirdly getting into my Batman territory. Right. I know you're you know? Yeah. like this in your this James is Bond just thing, not right? actually a Joker movie. This right. is not you want to make a Joker movie? This make a Joker just, movie. Yeah. This is like. <laughs> You just want to make a movie about somebody who gets like harassed into mm-hmm. becoming a psychotic mass murderer, right. and, and you want a lot of people. Has to nothing come. to do with the right. Joker. If you, if you call your movie Joker, a lot of people are going to show up. Right? Does it matter what Good it's for you. about? Right. If you make a movie and it's this <laughs> yeah. exact same story, and you're like, you know, Bob the crazy guy, yeah, instead of the Joker, right. then no one's going to see that. Right. Nobody goes know. to the film called Pharmacy, and I don't know if that's actually what it is. I, I don't know if it's actually really oh. horribly removed from the Joker. Yeah. Although it seems like it is. It does seem like it is. Because that's not the origin of right. the Joker. Not, <laughs> any, like, not any of the in the last yeah. In the last 80 years of right. Batman comics, which, <laughs> right. you know, Batman anniversary just now of uh, yeah. 80 years of Batman. Right. But in the last 80 years of Batman, that's not the Joker. Never right. Yeah. The Joker's just some criminal asshole who 
gets in a chemical spill and right goes a little goes crazy, a little crazy. Right. and has his face deformed yeah. and shit like that whatever yeah now all of a sudden oh no he's a guy in a clown suit spinning his advertising <laughs> thing for like a cell phone store or yeah, something and right. then kids beat him up and right. he tries to be a comic and everyone hates him and you know whatever yeah like this huge long thing and i'm like wait a minute right like, it is it feels you know, like and this, you know the pitch has that. nothing to do with batman and the joker and what yeah. the canon might be or whatever somebody pitched this to some executive and was like imagine if martin scorsese did a dark knight movie right <laughs> and that's really you know that's where they're coming from i guess i I'm with you. Whenever I see stuff coming out of a film festival, I expect it to be like spring break. Like that film that everybody was all like, I can't remember the guy's name. I hate that director. He always makes like these weird James Franco drug induced girls. Right. Like the, right. and I'm just like, this is so nonsensical, but now it's art. So everyone defends it. Like that's what I'm right. used to seeing get this kind of reaction. I just stopped looking right. at the Not notifications. The Joker. Not the Joker. Because <laughs> like- I'm so biased against it from the start, but. Yeah. Anyway. And uh, yeah, speaking of biased against it from the start, uh, for those, well, I think this is like October 4th ish that, yeah. that, that this comes out. So, those who are looking uh, forward to our review of what it <laughs> right. actually will be, right? <laughs> right. I got to tell you, the more I watch this, I'm trying really hard to give Joaquin Phoenix a pass in certain things, yeah. right? And uh, he's been in a couple movies the last couple years that were okay. I think people like them. But more than you know, they actually deserved or whatever. Yeah. But he's had some movies, and I'm trying to give him a pass. But with the Joker, I just feel like you know, I am just still biased against him in general because you can't act like an idiot for two straight years, and then at the end just go, nah, just, just joking, a, just kidding, just uh, take me seriously di- yeah. again as an actor or right. whatever. Like he was a lunatic right. for two years, yeah. like. What was that? That was it. Wasn't I'm not here, or was I, I can't remember what it was for, but I don't know. But that it was, was a rough a, spat. That it was, was a, a rough... it was a long time ago, and it was like I remember he was on Letterman, yeah, famous d- during doing the his whole thing. like yeah. nonsensical thing, and he just was. I'm just going to act like an asshole for two years, right? And then what? Yeah. Nothing. And then at the and end, forgive and me. then at the end, he's right. just going to go. All right, I'm done with that. So now give me um, my life, Oscar. Right, because that was hard. <laughs> right, like, you know, I was in character. Yeah. So that's like a couple of stars off yeah. any movie that he's in <laughs> right. for life. Well, I right? think this film. If, if we really did that, and sometimes I do, I go in and I'm like, I don't care. This has already got three off. This thing's really starting at a low bar for me. I mean, yeah. this might be if all things are equal and it's as best as it could be at three. So, like, I'm so, so here, here's the this movie. somewhat odd thing for me because uh, usually anything that has to do with comic book, yeah, I'll give it a chance. Yeah, even when it's like the you know DC movies of the last few years that I'm We've like been really I know lasting. this isn't going to be yeah, good right right but I still try to yeah. give it a break because yeah. it's a comic book movie. This movie is like I read all of the things that people are saying good yeah. about this movie oh, okay. coming out of Toronto, <laughs> and I'm like if all those things are true, I hate <laughs> this movie. Still, yeah. This still <laughs> like, sucks. Yeah, all of their praise for the movie is just convincing me that it's awful. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. I don't know. Good luck with that right. movie. Anyway, I was gonna uh, run through a few things coming up. Okay, and I do have to say uh, before we jump into these movies, which we're gonna have to hurry up with. Uh, if you haven't watched Carnival Row yet. I haven't. Get on that. Oh, yeah? Uh, it's on Amazon. Yeah. It's uh, Orlando Bloom wow. and, uh, okay. God, what's the girl's name? Cara De- Del- Delvine? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I always butcher her last name. I think it's got one more syllable in it. Yeah. Um, Delvigny? I'm horrible. It is really crazy good. Okay. And it is a bonker show, right? Yeah. It's, uh, it looks, it looks a, really it's great. It's a fantasy show. But also, it this is a movie where somebody just like threw all genres in a blender, right? right. <laughs> and said, "Let's make everything the movie." So it's really it's like a murder mystery, but it's like a fantasy, but it's like steampunk old world London yeah. in a different world. So it's not <laughs> steampunk London right. or whatever, but right. it's the, it's the same thing, and it's like we're using the set of several other shows that have come out in the last 
you know, few years that are right. set in basically that same that area. Yeah. Uh, you know, some kind of like 1800s London, but ordering stuff straight from the steampunk catalog of costumes right. or something like it's all <laughs> right. it's all very like weird. But then also there's fairies and all these things. So Kara uh, D. D. I can't, yeah, sure. I can't get it. Um, so, like she's a fairy. Yeah. She uh, and they have wings, and the whole story is about how there was this like sort of other continent. I guess is mm-hmm. where we're going. That was all like these fantasy creatures, mm-hmm. and then at some point, like a hundred years ago, or maybe a little bit more, or something like that. Like the normal world, like just discovered this continent. And then there were all these people, and then, and, and then there's you know there's so some whole bad guy force that's like the other bad people who are just regular people, I guess. Yeah. Um, but we don't really see much of them, and then so the human world is trying to save the fairy world, but then the, like they lost the war basically, and everyone has run away, and now there's all the fairies living in the London right. town thing, and Orlando Bloom is a detective, and there's some kind of murder spree going on and it's it's so weird but it's actually really cool and it it's one of the best things about it for me is uh like a lot of things that are fantasy that I think are good there's very little explained they right. just do it right, right? this they, is it they just yeah. the characters just live in a believable way yeah. in this world and so it's obviously got this whole thing going on with the, you know, the humans like look down on the fairy sure. people and this is alien nation or they, they frequently, thing. uh, I, you know, I guess they kind of go and rescue refugees from there, but then it's like they're indentured servants when they get back to pay right. off their fare of having to okay. come over and all that. Yeah. So they, end up working for the rich people and, you know, whatever. I don't so know. all kinds of allegory. And so, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, on and on and on. And But it's so well done. It? It's weird. It's Is it you episodes? Know, it, or is it, it, yeah, it's episodes. It's like eight or 12 or something? It's like hour-long Typical? episodes, and I think it is somewhere around, like, 10 to 15 or okay. whatever. I've watched, like, five so far. But, and you're still in. Like, you're hard on. Oh, yeah. You're hard really, on. really, really good. Uh, so, anyway... Outside of the movie front. That's a little surprising, too, because the last thing I saw that reminded me of that, though it's not really it, was the Will Smith thing on, was it Amazon or whatever it was, Bright? Oh, God. And him and the orcs and all the... And I'm like, that looked really great. And then I watched it it and I'm like, this was so theoretically good. It looks theoretically good, but... but Oh, come on. This Bright seemed like you gave somebody the job and they didn't really want it. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It did. I, <laughs> and yeah, this I totally one, mean. this one looked like, so as I understand the story, and I, I could be off base here, but I'm pretty sure the idea is this was like a movie script. Yeah. And uh, whoever it was, like they couldn't get it made as a movie. Right. And, and apparently uh, Amazon was like, what if we made that a show right. and did it longer and whatever? I don't know. So good. I'd like to see them do that a lot, especially with some films that, but it's, it's treatment. been, I think, uh, huh. you know, they've been like shopping it around for a while. So they've had this story going right. for like a while yeah. and, uh, man, it's, it's really fun and cool though. Hmm. All right. And the, <laughs> the best part about it is Orlando Bloom is this really messed up character with lots of stuff going on. So there are points where we see flashbacks of when the war was still going right. on and how they originally met yeah. and, and you know, the whole thing. Um, but he's got like a lot of crazy shit going on in his brain right. because of all the stuff that's happened to him. And we really get like that guy pretty much. And it, cool. you know, he's really good in it. All so right. anyway, uh, so anyway, just to run through some things that are coming up on the 20th, uh, we've got Ad Astra, which yeah. is getting a pretty big marketing push now, Yeah. except in so far as giving you any idea what the movie's about, which I love, right? It's hilarious. Not knowing anything. Just, right. It's like Brad, it's Pitt Brad Pitt is going on a spaceship. Right. There the you end. go. See you, like see you at the theater. <laughs> he has to go save yeah. the universe. Yep. 
apparently from like his dad, I from think. From Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Who has gone wherever and is messing with some element. Yeah. And, and right. experimenting. But somewhere on another planet or whatever. And now you have to go. Yeah. And save the world from your dad right. doing whatever. Right. But we don't get any like information yeah. about what's actually going to happen in the movie or what that means. Right. It's just like, look, spaceship, it's yeah. very serious. Yep. Brad Pitt's in it. Go see it. Done. I don't know. Yep. Um, and, and a weird name. Yeah. And, and a weird name that means nothing. And at some point, right. somebody will say Ad Astra. And right. you'll go, oh, hooray, right. we named it's, the movie. Yeah, right. Uh, and then on the same week, we got Downton Abbey, the movie. Yep. And Between Two Ferns, the movie, which oh, yeah. is right. kind of hilarious. Yeah. Uh, mm. I don't know. If you have never watched the show, yeah. you should watch the show yeah. just to know. Right. Uh, I don't know. Just the cultural reference of that it exists and yeah. a lot of people watch it or whatever. Yeah. What it's going to be as a movie, who knows, is a whole other thing. Yeah, it's like a whole other level of something. Then on uh, the twenty seventh, we've got uh, Judy, yep. which people are are also talking crazy about out of Toronto. Yeah, that it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I again think I have to take a couple stars off that movie because I need a DNA test. <laughs> to know that the, I, can, I can't say that yeah. Renee Zellweger is good in this movie. Right. Because I need proof that Renee Zellweger is in this movie. In the movie. Yeah. <laughs> right. It doesn't look. It looks like. You know what it looks like is like five years ago, someone asked her to do this movie. Right. And said, we're going to make you look like her. Right. <laughs> we're going to give you. Let's try it. Yeah. We're going to give you a bunch of. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's horrible. But still, I, I, I feel like you should be allowed to make fun of people who alter their physical form to such a degree yeah. that they don't look like humans right. or themselves right. and deny doing it. Yeah. If you got both those things, I'm allowed sure. to make fun of you. Right. I don't, I don't. All right. That's, that's fine. That's, I can't find a way that's, out of that. I, I, that's my call. Yeah. On the, on the <laughs> same week, we got the laundromat, which looks uh, really interesting but could go wrong, right? But yep. it's uh, Meryl Streep, Gary Oldman, Sharon Stone, Antonia Banderas. And it's the weirdest kind of premise right out of the gates. Right. So it's hard to know if you're going to be interested in it. Like if you just look at the poster, read the synopsis, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to know where that's going because it's Meryl Streep is a widow who starts in, uh, investigating some kind of insurance fraud, which leads her to Panama. <laughs> where she finds a couple of lawyers who are apparently exploiting the world economy to their own benefit or right. whatever, I imagine, by laundering lots of money, right. since it's called the, the laundromat, laundromat. Right. right? Right. But then but then what does that mean? What, right. Then what's where the, do you go? What's the movie right. about? Is it like Ocean's Eleven? Right. Or is, is Meryl going like... to fist fight people? Like, <laughs> right. I, you know. And all of the clips that I've seen of it, which have been pretty short, but... It's practically like wacky comedy. Right. That's what I got the sense from. And then from. you're like, well, but wait, it's wait Meryl Streep. Right. And, yeah. And Gary all these Oldman people, and like, Antonio Banderas. And it's yep. supposed to be like weird kind of funny take on the old I lawyers guess. who are laundering money. I yeah. But it looks very interesting. And then uh, we've also got uh, Pain. What is it? Pain and Glory yep. is the uh, uh, new... It, also Antonio Banderas, right. so that's weird. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, Pedro Almodovar. Yep. And uh, it that's a weird one, too, because I don't know. It's, it, it's about a director who <laughs> is pained by yeah. rethinking all the choices he's made right. as a filmmaker. Yeah. And you're like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> I, that sounds like an interesting And he wrote thing, it, but and I don't he's know directing it. That. And yeah, it is. It's, it's it the same. really interesting possibly the last few movies he's made i feel like they have all been like the mona lisa you know like mm-hmm. they're the world's most famous best painting before anyone ever saw him right and right <laughs> all his movies come out and that's what happens <laughs> everyone no one's even seen it and right. it's the best it's the best you know? movie ever yeah. right 
Right. Uh, I saw like a minute of it, and it's my favorite movie of the year. I don't need mm-hmm. to see the whole thing even. But right. Just look how awesome it is. Right. And there's here's look how pretty this shot is. So it's the best movie. Right. And I don't, I don't know. He's like in his own little uh, world. Yeah. And he can do whatever he wants. Now apparently he's making a movie about how he doesn't like his own choices. Yeah. Except as a metaphor of making a movie about, right. So, Cause it's not literally no, I know. like he's making it about himself. Right. I don't know. Anyway, so that's uh, some kind of thing where he figures he can win an that's award. That's a film that somehow. I would be so psyched to see if Yorgos Lanthimos did it. Like I'd well, be all right, over that, right. you know, but I mean, Pedro, all right. He's, he's got another he's one coming too. I know. Not that, uh, that one's far. Yeah, no, it's, but nice. it's uh, Matt Dillon now. Yeah. Is uh, his muse yeah, du jour right. or something? We'll see how it goes. And the, what movie do you want to see more than <laughs> the next movie he makes? Right. I'm like, I'm in. Somebody wants to see Pain and Glory more yeah. than that. I don't know. And then that gets us into October. And on the 18th of October is uh, something really great, I think. That's like, this is the perfect week for me, uh, yeah. October 8th, because I feel like every week at the movies should be. Mark your calendars, October 18th. Every week should be like that week. All right. Because you got Jojo Rabbit is coming out, right. which is crazy comedy, Nazi right. nonsense, wackadoodle, whatever the hell that That's is, right? That's going to be, yeah. You got The Lighthouse, right. which is a weirdly serious movie that the most common thing I've heard people say about this movie is, I can't believe it got made. <laughs> Not in a not in a no bad not in a bad way. way right no I know like just, it's Freddie got fingered or something but like right. just I can't believe you convinced anyone to uh-huh. let you do this whole thing yeah. right and it's a uh, Robert Pattinson and yeah. uh, Willem Dafoe yep. and, and a lighthouse and like that's and it that's it <laughs> like that's, that's you didn't know how many lighthouse thing, stories right? were missing in your life until that's you right. saw this and then you've also got Maleficent too which is you know awful right I mean it's not. <laughs> You've seen that. It's it's not like I'm no. saying I like this week because they're all great <laughs> right, movies, right? right. Uh, and then also Zombieland 2. Right. And Well, the hell with you. That's going to be fun. I have the high hopes for Zombieland 2, right? Yeah. But that is like an awesome week. That is a right? great week. I guess What maybe, are you feeling? Which way you go? You, you got could something. throw in like a superhero movie or sure. there could be like an Avengers and then it would be more perfect somehow. Sure. Yeah. I just think that's a great that week, is great. man. I that want, is great. I want every week at the theaters to be like, I could go, I could just walk up yep. and go, what can I see? And be like, whoa, right. I have like all, <laughs> I yep. could go anywhere on the spectrum and you could be in any mood you yep. want and you find Satisfy something. it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, after that, there's really it's like a black hole of uh, nothing oh, until okay. in November. I was gonna say if you want to see Terminator, <laughs> I do want to see Terminator. But up a, but in between, you know, the middle of October to mm-hmm. the end of October, there's not really much going on. And then it's just kind of you know we're gearing up for end of the year. Well, then like, it's the Irishman, not, and then everything kicks in right hard. Yeah. Then it's like we're not going to release anything until it's close enough. Yeah. So right. So hold off, and so if you think anything good's going to come out, yeah, you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, so those are some movies that's not uh, bad, to though. mark. That's that's not a bad fall to look forward. You get to. at least a little bit of stuff. Yeah. Coming and, out, and there's enough room in there for things to surprise us, which hopefully we get because right. I'm kind of down on some of those. Right. So it'll be nice to come back. And there, and, there are a few other like littler things coming out too. So yeah, sprinkled in. But if you're if you can be satisfied <laughs> with some more indie-ish type things right. until we get to like the huge yeah. things, then there's some stuff coming out for you too. Yeah. I just didn't. I wasn't gonna name. Yeah, everything. no, you go through the whole list. We'd be here all day. But all right. Uh, so now we gotta like run through a couple movies real quick. Ready or not? Ready or not? Uh, we should do first because yeah. uh, you can't see it anyway. It's already gone. <laughs> it's so weird how fast it came and went. But I, I, I'm sure it is uh, some places. But that was, uh, I imagine everybody knows, although that was a movie too that for a while all we were getting was like Ad Astra stuff. Like yeah. you knew it was supposed to be scary. You knew somebody was chasing somebody. Yeah. But you didn't. it didn't really tell you what was going on. 
because apparently we wanted that to be a surprise. Right. As it got really close to release, you got a, more of the story coming out. But for a while, yeah. I was like, I don't know. It's scary. So right. <laughs> like right. it didn't want to tell you a whole lot. Anyway, it's re- it's like a weird spin on Get Out, basically, is what it is, right? You go to meet your family, yeah, uh, your new family, because you're getting married. I mean, at least we're getting married in this right. one. And Get Out is just like a visit, right? But right. anyway... You go and learn the crazy, dirty secrets of your new in-laws, except in this case, they're like, you know, in a more straightforward way, trying to kill you. Right. (laughs) Right. But other than that, it's like kind of the same thing. Yeah. And uh, it's it's actually it's it's weird because this movie for me, um, I gave it a four. Because there were parts yeah. that I kind of had fun with yeah. it. As it gets towards the end, which this will be like the theme of the show probably because yeah. <laughs> because that's the same for it. But as it gets close to the end, it gets like kind of sillier and sillier. And then when it ends, it ends almost like we know this is the last day of shooting. Mm-hmm. Somebody say something. Throw something out at me. Right. <laughs> like what? What are we gonna do? Ah, screw it. It's just this, and then fine. Yeah. It's over. Whatever. But this movie feels like a movie that uh, you know they're becoming more and more common, and actually, Good Boys feels the same way. Yeah. But this feels like a movie where you have a few people who are like producers and directors or whatever, and they're kind of friends, and you know they sit around yeah. getting drunk playing poker or right. something. Right. And somebody's just like throwing out ideas yeah. and they're like, well, then this could happen and then this could happen and and whatever. And all of a sudden, someone has committed a bunch of money to making it and all you have is like notes on napkins and right. you have to start right. filming right now. You call someone up and you're like, remember that thing <laughs> right. you told me that night? What right. was that again? Right. Yeah, all right. Because it's got these moments, right, yeah. where you can tell – Somebody actually wrote something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There, there are like scenes where somebody had like actually a good idea and it was fun and funny and yep. the overall premise is actually being built on or something. Yeah. And a lot of the rest of the movie just feels like, I mean, something has to connect these. Yeah. I don't know. Do right. something. And <laughs> there are just. I don't want to name any names of the people who are oh, name in this names. movie, right? Come on. No, I I'll don't. I'll feed them to you. No, it's all right. I don't want to name any names of the actors involved, but okay. there are actors in this movie, right, where that's their job. Right. They just know people and they are friends with people and they are like, some dude had a goofy idea for a movie yep. and he called you and you're like, yeah. I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll be in that. And yeah. <laughs> especially when I only have to be in it for like, you know, this is like three hours work. Right. And right. my part is over. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all you had to do. Yeah. I don't know. But it, well, I wanted to hate this movie, really. <laughs> Did you really? There were times <laughs> when I really wanted to hate this movie, but it was so, and I, I easily could have. If this had gone a slightly different way, I would totally hate it because yeah. then it would be almost like, you know, Resident Evil or something, yeah. and it would be calling me stupid and, you know, whatever. But this movie really wasn't that. It was just like, I don't know, this is kind of a laugh of yeah. an idea, and we'll make a movie out of it, right. and it's, like, fun. Right. But it's not ever, you know, thinking that you're dumb for liking it kind no. of thing. And it's never it's pretentious for like, thinking yeah, it's beyond right. what no, it no. is. It's really just it's what just it is. It's just what it is, yeah. and it's fine with it. Yeah. And if you do that, then I'm yeah, okay. then I'm fine and with you too. Right, fun with it or whatever. Yeah. You know, if you make this same movie and try to tell me <laughs> that you have some deep shit to tell me about right. the way the world works or right. something, right. then I have to <laughs> rate you even lower or yeah. whatever. It just didn't quite come together enough to be like. I feel like there's a easily like six or seven ish movie to be had there. here, yeah. but they weren't interested in trying that hard. And right. I was like, I okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's only four for me, but it's fun. I, I'm a little bit higher than you, and I think I'm just as critical of it. I, I, I wound up at like five and a half. I thought it was just a little better than the average one of these, only because of the front half of the film. Yeah. I, 
it's the weird. The front half is clearly so it's much It's so better. much better, and it's so solid. The front half of the film, it, I mean, the movie's only 90, 90 minutes long, okay? And it moves pretty briskly until there's a part in the later quarter of the film, the last quarter of the film, that just feels like it's dragging a lot. But the first like 30 to 40 minutes felt to me in some ways not like the greatest Twilight Zone episode, but like a really strong Twilight Zone episode. Right. It had the pacing, the character, the dialogue. It was setting up for something really weird. You could tell there was something unique. And as far as I went um, from the trailer that I had seen, it didn't give away a ton. Like I kind of knew what I was about to get. It, it starts off, it's got fun characters, it's got a wacky premise that really you got to believe that if it really only happened it's like it's just super it's like it's a lot like the twilight zone well probably several twilight zones actually but the one that i you know that jumps to mind is you know the box that they made that stupid movie out of yep where they just push this button and we'll give you a million dollars and it's like you just have to play along with the fact that this is our premise right and if you do then great i had so much fun in the first 40 minutes and then i started to have a little bit less fun as the tropes of the film kept kicking in. Every once in a while, there would be a real fun thing that would happen. Like there's a new, um, there's like a new edge to the Satanist story. You know, there's there's a scene where they're all trying to, they're you know, they're all chasing the bride and she's trying to escape and everyone's against her. And she goes into like this barn and she finds like this pit where the goats feed <laughs> And, and you're just like, why do people feed, what are the goats? And you're like, no, they're Satanists. Like, you, eventually right. they come right out and say, we made a deal with the devil for our lives. But there are these little moments of, you know, sprinkled fun and humor that bring me back out of the weird lull that I'm getting. Um, but as it progressed on, after about 40 minutes in, all the tropes started kicking in and they were less interesting, less engaging, less fun overall. And it wasn't just that it was predictable, but it was clearly like what you were alluding to. Like the end of the film, when you see the shot that they set up, you know that's the shot they talk the most about. Like this is going to be awesome. We're going to have her right, it, all bloody and, and we're going to have this thing and the, happening. The and end, then everybody else the will come in. It was a lot better in your head when you were drunk talking about right. it than and, there was anything you could actually work. do with it. It yeah. just doesn't work. For me, giving it a five and a half, I had for most of the film, like a sevens experience. Like I was having fun right, with it. Yeah. I, I really was, because I was like, all right, this is almost like just throw everybody. What I can't remember the, God, everybody's in it too. Brie Larson and all these other people are in this warehouse and there's just a shootout for like 90 minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm blanking on the free, damn name of it. It's something Yeah, it's like free. free uh, anyway. I, I don't remember. I, I feel like, you know, you put everybody in a house and you're like, all right, you're it. And now we're just going to have blood everywhere. Right. And it's kind of, you know, it's kind of fun until. And you know, we're going to get in the dumb waiter. Right. It's a we're really going to do all these house, dumb things. And, right. and there's going to be these yeah. crazy rooms with all these things in it. And I, the thing that I do like about, the thing that I liked about the setup was kind of the house and these weird people that grew there. And there were all these servant passages that are shortcuts to like, oh, right. she's in the billiards room. Well, I could take this shortcut. Like, I kind of just saw it as a video game, too. Like, right. I'm like, I got the map. I finally know how to get there quick. Let me yeah. go get my bullets. It, it's it's not going to change your life. It's not going to make your best list. When I was watching it, it weirdly made me think of that old film. Um, no, not old film. Just not terribly old, but Cabin Fever. Yeah. Like, I kind of liked the first half of that, too. And then it right, just slowly eroded right. into just like, oh, God, I'm sitting here. It just, just end already. It just, you can tell watching this movie, watching that, you know, that movie is the same kind of movie. It is. We kind of have like it, this idea. We're all going to get to go to the Cape for three right. weeks while we film it, yep. whatever. I mean, sure. But it's like, we have this excuse. We have a pitch that we can sell to somebody to give us money to make the movie or right. whatever. But we don't really have like an end. <laughs> right. And it, it, this feels like, you know, like I said, semi-jokingly, like we'll start filming it. Yeah. And it'll take a few weeks. And by the time we get to the end, we'll like come up with something. Right. I mean, we came up with this last night while we were drunk. How hard <laughs> right. can it be how to come up with I love the how hard the rest can it of be? It. Yeah. And then it turns out it's kind of hard. Yeah. <laughs> and they And they end up with... 
I don't know, run around the house some more. Right. I don't know. Uh, he's got and, a gun, and, and there's all these little weird the little things. kid shoots her. The little kid, right? The kid is the kid's kind of funny in a weird way. Like, and when she jacks the kid, like I thought that was funny. You know, I think the, I right think out. the kid is awesome because you know if you actually look look at this movie and try to think about it or whatever, you know, yeah. it's so like oddly Republican, right? Yeah, and I think the kid is yeah. awesome because. The kid is the movie just going, <laughs> how do you get like these little kids who are like white supremacists or whatever? Right. It's like, well, that's how. You just, get them early. Get them early. Just, get them early. You just tell them from the get-go that we might have to kill this lady. And right, the, I in. think the awesome thing too <laughs> is th- what's awesome about the movie is the whole it might not happen thing. Right. I think they yes. did that great. That was right? awesome. And they've got other people who have gone through this experience and they're like, I had to play Hangman or, right. you know, we had to play charades or whatever it was like, cause you have to play some game. Right. And it's only if you happen to get the bad card. Right. So the guy who's the husband doesn't even warn her cause he's like, right. I'll take my chances. Right. Cause odds that it'll are, just be odds nothing. Are it's going to be something easy. Right. The odds right. are it'll be nothing. Right. And I'll never have to explain anything to anyone right. or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I think it would have been cool if he would have had more of a plan. Yeah. Like, okay, if this happens, I'm just going to kill everyone. Like, right. I'm, I'll just kill my whole family. Right, that'll be right. <laughs> like that. And then we won't have to worry about right. killing her. I'll inherit everything. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Some kind of plan or whatever. But instead, he's just got, I don't know, I'll I'll roll the dice. Right. <laughs> and I'll then, tell you. And then whatever. Who knows? When, when, when things start getting bloody... They spare no drop. Like it is absolutely like right. Evil Dead Night. You know, it's like Ash destroying all the undead. There's just blood and gore everywhere right. to the laughable extent. And the other thing that was like both fun and loathsome was the uh, the Nightbreed aunt that he had. Like yeah. she, she was like a <laughs> shaven porcupine with like the weird eyes. And I mean, I God bless her because I'm not making fun of her. But man, they really enhanced her. Right, like she looked like she was going to chew the bone right off. She you looked like it already. Was, it was kind of it. I don't know. It was both funny. She was and frightening, dude. a little weird, right? Yeah. But it was like, uh, there's this whole thing where people are like, "Do you believe any of this?" You know. <laughs> right. Finally, they're hunting this person. They're like, "Wait a minute. I mean, do we even believe this?" Yeah. And then the old aunt comes in. And you're like, I mean, I believe it now. Yeah, she's ready. (laughs) Like, she's been frothing to play this game. She has clearly been transformed by living in this house over time or something. Because she has turned into, like, a little goblin person or something. (laughs) And I get it. I get it. They set up the story early that kind of, it's a weird, thoughtful touch to give her the backstory in the beginning. Because it's her husband that gets killed and she has to help. Right. And she's just like, well, if I can't have love, nobody will. Right. And I and get it on paper, but like, man, she read the shit out of that role. <laughs> she put that on the margins. Like she was great and really creepy. So yeah, and it, and just, it was it made it fun. It and did make it fun. The th- you know what really pushed the, the movie for me into something that I could enjoy for a while. Yeah, because it's completely silly, right? And goofy, right? Yeah, is all of the other people in the family. Right. Uh, first of all, right when it happens, and then kind of how they progress as it goes on. Yeah. Um, especially like Adam Brody, right? Yeah. And he's kind of you know like the touchstone normalcy. Right. And then all the other family is like around him. Yeah. But you have this like seemingly fairly normal but rich group of people, right? And they're and they're kind of like, oh well, this might happen or whatever. And then it yeah. happens, and they're just like, all bing, right? All right, it let's happened. Let's, let's, let's lock yeah. and load, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, you know, they accidentally kill other people, right. and they're actually having to hunt <laughs> and chase this person. Right. And some of them are going, man, I are we sure we do yeah, this? And right. some of them are going. Yeah, get out of get my her. way. Get out of my way. I'll <laughs> like, do it. I'll go so, over you to do it. Yeah. It's so fun to watch just all the variety of them and have Adam yeah. Brody try to be in the middle right. 
right. going, uh, give me a drink. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is like the twisted version of like Arrested Development where he's just got like a super <laughs> right, weird right, family right. and he's like, I'm just trying to hold everyone together right. for a and day. And he's not even the guy and he's the not, husband. Right, and right. The husband gets... Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I, just even little things like the, when... Okay, so they, they start the game and then there's like a couple like chambermaids kicking around and when one of them sees her and you think oh this is a moment where they'll work together and she's like i want the game to stop she's here i know right you know when you're like oh my god like that really sucks but i laughed at (laughs) that i'm like this is really fun it's 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 got a playful take on especially i i think it's i think it's fun that you've got like the butler and, and some of these chambermaids right they don't even get anything out of it actually right except that get to keep your butler job I guess, or whatever you know, like yeah. you're not in the family you're right the you're not living help, forever right, right? Yeah, i mean i don't know so anyway but so it's so, it's fun it's, and it's I absolutely definitely, all right i but. definitely recommend uh checking it out but like the last 20 minutes yeah it just goes a little weird and kind of clearly doesn't know what to do with itself too much right. except that it's like we want her to like you know give him a smackdown and you know whatever yeah and then i don't know it ends they've got they've like got they the just reveal. don't have anything yeah they've got the reveal that they're gonna sell and then they know the last image and they're like we right. we just have to get there somehow and right. we got 20 more minutes to do it so i guess we run a little bit more and we find a few more things but and and you know the thing that really sucks about the end is for the complete run of the movie i kind of believed everyone I yeah. mean the characters that yeah, they had mean. that sure. they had put together. I kind of believed everything everyone did, and that's what they were going to do. Yeah. And that's you. You've given me enough of this character to believe that she did that, or right. that he made that choice, or whatever. And then it gets to the end, and I'm like, eh, I don't know I that don't that's what would have happened there, right? right? Like right. I, he makes a weird, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I, I don't, the whole thing goes a little weird. All right. Uh, so moving on to uh, it, it two, right. it chapter, chapter two. two. Which is uh, just under three hours long. Y- yeah, it's bigger, badder, and yeah. uh, outrageously long. I wonder if it's longer. Um, it's it's got to be I can't longer. remember the first. Let me look. The first I, just out of curiosity, like let me look the first uh, one again. I don't know. So uh, now it's 27 years later. It is like a half hour long. We've all grown up, right? Right. Uh, we've all moved away. And I don't know. If you've read the books, this is probably meaningless, right? Uh, and if you haven't read the books, not completely sure you're going to go see this. Although I never read the books. You never read it? Yeah. No. Uh, no, I, you know, I just don't do reading horror. And uh, even though I like a lot of stuff that Stephen King has done, there were points ages ago when I tried reading some horror things. Yeah. And you know, I don't know what it is, but it's like, I'm just not scared of big eyed Chinese women with wet hair right it's the, it's just like i got it i'm I know just you. not scared of reading yeah like, <laughs> i get it and so everything that happens in like a horror book i'm like right you know if you take out that there's anything scary about it it's just not that interesting to read yeah i don't i don't know yeah anyway so uh i just uh, i just don't do horror books so yeah so i don't uh, know the story really except that i know the story of it yeah just by it's just pop cultural pop culture awareness. Stuff, Everyone yeah. talks about it and knows right. it or whatever. Pennywise is the name for everything. As far as this goes, yeah. I don't even know. Is this like a book? It, or is this just the rest of the first book? Or how does I don't even know how that works. Yeah, in the in the book, actually in a real strange in a real strange way to think of this, um the filmmakers really love the source material and they put an awful lot of stuff in that's from the book the majority of it is really just from the book there's a few changes there's a few liberties but really the book is this huge story about these kids that you really do see in the first film and then what happens like in the second half of the book is when they get older and they're called back to Derry. it's pretty it's pretty much a faithful representation of the films it really is that's Almost all the film um, is in the book. There's all these little things that change, right? But sure. um, yeah, that's that's basically it. Um, half and ha- it's a little less than half and half, but it's it maybe is sixty forty. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, th- the two films really do represent it. Uh, all right. So I mean, that's what it is. We don't need to give like a huge <coughs> rundown of of what the story is, except it's twenty years, twenty seven years later. Yep. One of the people 
stayed. Right. And basically has been in charge of, uh, I mean, he's like put himself in charge of right. monitoring dairy to yeah. see what happens. And if he's the scary barometer, when things rise, he'll Every, everyone else has left yeah. and gone on to bigger and better things. And uh, surprisingly, everyone has left and become fairly wealthy. Which right. is, <laughs> which and is, and that's addressed in the book too. That everybody did and, have a lot of success except Mike, and has uh, really forgotten everything that happened in their childhood. Right, and uh, so it, stuff starts happening again. He calls them; they all have to come back. Uh, now, you know, hilarity ensues. We have to right. go address things that happened in the past. They have to like find these tokens for reasons that are never explained or anything. Um, And it's the big battle to finally actually take him down because we didn't actually kill him. Whatever. Right. right? Whatever. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, So most of this movie, I was, I was probably like eight or nine or something. Yeah. I was really having fun with this. Yeah. In a in a strange, potentially strange twist, <laughs> I didn't think anything was actually scary. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not scary. I don't know if it's supposed to really be scary because there's stuff that looks like it's supposed to be scary, right? But I I don't know. It wasn't really scary, but I really liked it. I liked what they did with all the <laughs> characters, with the exception of. Uh, the uh, mama's boy guy yeah, or whatever. Right. Um, I thought everything that happened with him was just too easy. It, yeah. was, it was just too simplistic in everything that happened. And it's just, you know, now I'm watching, uh, <laughs> now I'm watching like TV sitcoms or whatever. Right. And it's, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's like Big Bang Theory and mom's yeah. yelling, screaming off screen and, and whatever. Yeah. yeah. Right. So anyway, just all that was like too simplistic. But the rest of it, it was like fun what they were doing with all the characters. And it was yeah. really good. Then it got to the end. And I don't know if this is really how the book ends. Yeah. But if this is really how the book ends, then this book sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what happened. And it's funny because all through the whole There's thing, the they're, joke they're the making film. fun right. of like the ends of books. And right. one of the guys in the story becomes an author, but yeah. everyone famously hates his endings or whatever. Right. right. Um, so at, at the end of the day, I could only give this a seven. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. But it's not only like the dumbest ending yeah. because uh it's like the it's like the ending of i, I don't even know what like some after school <laughs> special or something it's like the, it's seriously the dumbest ending uh that's doesn't seem fantastically new in any way anyway right but it's also like an almost 3 hour movie that ends when somebody says we have five minutes left to film, make it happen now. Okay, boom, it's over. Yeah, and it's you're like, what? Yeah, <laughs> like that's all I get out of the ending right. is somebody got a fortune cookie that says make fun of the bully or something. Yeah. I mean, right. I'm like, oh, it right. was awful. But all up until that point, it was yeah. really fun, and and it was, uh, I thought it was an even better theory of the scariness going on than the first one like like pennywise himself kind of because they have to go everyone has to have their own adventure right with what's scary and i thought a lot of that was better put together than what you get in the first movie of what's supposed to be scary right I, i i don't know anyway it's tricky so i gave it a seven it's tricky to 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 maneuver that when you do when you do a film about children, you can handicap them in a lot of ways to facilitate the things that adults would sidestep. Right. You don't get cell phones or you just, you know, you have certain limitations. You don't get to drive in a car across town if you need something. You got to walk or ride right, your bike right. or skateboard. Like there are things that you get to put upon children. And one of the things that I thought was really fun about the first installment is the representation of what Pennywise is to them, which is just the physical fear. Like, they're all scared of something. Eddie's afraid of 
disease. So he's got that crazy leper. Right, right. Both. And it's funny that the fears that they have aren't necessarily like, I've heard a couple people uh, say to me, the CGI stuff is over the top. And I'm like, it's, it's kind of supposed to be, you know, when you're a child and you're afraid of like a disease, it doesn't look like a microbe. It looks right. like a weird leper or something to that effect. So later that's interesting in this installment when when you see like Eddie again going down into the basement of the pharmacy to see his mom and there's like the weird leper again and you're like you're seeing him in a very thoughtful way that the director did like you see a scene of him as an adult and then you see a scene of him as the kid again and you're really like getting the idea like he's still afraid of this and this is why it looks so scary to him it still kind of plays because whatever fear you have is supposed to be stronger than however age you have become right i get that all that blah 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 to say like i'm i'm at seven two there not seven point two but i'm at seven also right there were a lot of things about it that i loved i didn't necessarily even care about the running time because i had read the book i I Um, i didn't either for a long time for a long time there was a stretch near the end when they when they do the ritual of chud and that's when they finally start figuring out how they can stop it because they've kind of like scrambled together and improvised a lot of stuff thinking like maybe this will work and maybe it won't. We've never really taken down an interdimensional thing before. Um, when they figure out the ritual of Chud, which is actually more, it's more interesting in the book um, than they convey in the film. One of the slights about the film that I have is every once in a while I'll see a film and I'll say that's a adaptation for those who've read it. Right, you know, right. like sometimes the Harry Potter books, I don't think you have to have read anything. You get the gist of it. Right. If you have read it, you see certain things and then you pine for, well, they left this part out or Eddie and Richie did this. Why didn't they include that? Okay. They don't have time. Right. Even in this one, they, they make it feel like there's time. But by the time they put everything together for the end, it solidified to me a big problem that I had with the film overall, which was, I think there's an argument to be made that um, the filmmakers loved the source material too much. I know from interviews, they've got hours of extra stuff they just didn't use. Right. Not stuff they wanted to shoot, but that they did. And I suspect there'll be a recut of this that's going to be a little bit more paced and even. Because there's a lot of stuff in here that just leaps and assumes things. And I feel like if you haven't read the book, maybe it feels like a trope. You're like, oh, okay, they've got to find this thing. But the motivation for it and the consequences for it are more thoroughly explained in the book to give you more gravity for everything, blah, 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 blah. So overall, I think it plays really well with the adults. I think the cast did really great. I don't necessarily like some of the stuff that the cast has to do, but the performances, I don't have a problem with anywhere. No, the performances were cool. The, The only problem I have with any performance uh, like I, I would say, you know, the guy who's like the mama's boy. I don't, I don't like the way they did that. Eddie, but it's not, yeah. it's not his fault necessarily, right? right? No, right. Um, but the one person that I would say, uh, and it sucks because it's the best person, is Bill Hader. I thought yeah. the things that I like best were him, and the things that I like least were him. Like yeah. at at certain points, I almost felt like uh, he was a little weirdly over the top and I love him. He's awesome. Right. right? right. I love him in general. Yeah. Um, but there were some parts where I feel like they just kind of like said, I don't know, ad lib something. Maybe. And yeah. so he did whatever. Yeah. And they were like, all right, Keep fine, right. whatever. Roll. Yeah. Like it just, it didn't, there were times when I just felt like he didn't fit exactly yeah. into things. Um, but it's very minor like thing, but it is weird that all of the things I liked best yeah. uh, on that side of things of who's doing what uh, were him. But yeah. then a couple of things I liked least were him too. Right. And everybody else was like, you know, they were clearly right in what they were doing yeah. and they were doing it really well. And there's a couple of things for me, not, not in a weird completionist kind of way, but there's a couple of things for me I wish they just hadn't done. And it, I don't think it made sense. There's some things about the characters. I, I'm not holding it to the book as gospel but it didn't make sense like in the book everybody has a thing and everyone's successful and mike stays back and he he's the librarian and in the film 
and he's like the town historian. Like he really is the only one that remembers everything because he never left Derry. So he right. remembers everything and he's watching everything to make sure nothing happens again with Pennywise. In, in the movie, they make Ben kind of, you know, the the heavy kid, they make him kind of the town historian. They take a they take away from what Mike's role should have been and they they really weaken it to the point that it's kind of confusing. And they do that a little bit throughout making other characters like really struggle to be the comic relief. And right. everyone's got to have a funny line because that's what people always do, you know, in films. You got the funny line too. Well, I got a funny line. And th- there's a bunch of stuff that goes on. But there's a moment where Mike has manipulated them all to come back to Derry. And they, you know, for a while it begin- becomes a little laborious where they're constantly like, well, I'm leaving. And then you got to right. save this person from going. And you're like, well, now I'm leaving. Okay, well, I got to put 10 minutes into keeping you here. Right. For a film that's three hours long, I get maybe one or two of them should suggest they're going, but every 10 minutes in this 30 minute window, there's like somebody, some pair of people getting ready to go again. Right. That doesn't happen in the book and it could have been easily sidestepped in the movie. Including even after, you know, like you're just beating a dead horse at some point when you go do the thing. Right. And then come back. And then say, and now I'm and leaving now I'm, again. Right, right. Like I'm now I'm still leaving. I'm really e- leaving, even though I already yeah. did the thing. That, right. You know, whatever. Well, it's got the in the in the book. It's got this thing that hints at only in the movie, and it's weird. I think it hurts the film for the motivation of everybody. In the book, they make a promise, and then you know another chapter starts, and they're older. In the in the films, we had to wait like a year for the promise because the kids succeed. But you don't need to manipulate these characters to get them here. What you have to do is simply say, remember our promise. And as they're talking to Mike, they start remembering little bits of things because he's the anchor. By sidestepping the promise and mostly just focusing on the manipulation, it like undercuts the strength of the Losers Club. Right. The Losers Club isn't just, like you get the sense too that I thought was really good later in the film, they're all kind of still awkward. They don't have really great relationships. And the best relationships they've ever had were the ones they formed in childhood with this thing. And their promise to each other is the bind. That's the tie that binds them, not being manipulated. I kind of get the manipulation of the ritual that they do. Okay, but anyway, I think that's a big mistake. And then I think the last thing in the film, which isn't really a big spoiler because it's the first thing that happens in the film, more or less. Well, one of the first things is Stanley's big letter you know, is a big like undercutting of all the strength of the film where he's basically right. like, I didn't show up because I knew it would unite you. Like if he is afraid to show up and he kills himself, then that is only empowering to show like this guy as an adult, he's that much afraid of Pennywise. He does not want to go home. I don't want to hear that it was like the chivalrous it was a, act. It was a, yeah. It was this it, false right. narrative of like strength because I knew you needed to be bound together bullshit it's more effective if everyone that shows up is like wait where's stanley and then they get the notice they're like oh my god he killed himself like what are we doing here like right now that is right that's the thing he did it when he got the call like that's more important to me um because it 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 delivers a gravity if they if they would have just completely left out that whole end i think that has and just never talked about him again yeah like at the end right that whole end part just cut everything about him yeah. it's just better movie it's a better film without it's, it you've yeah. taken out you, and you've done nothing positive right you haven't enhanced a thing all you've done is take out something that you yeah. already had that was and it was stronger that, without that it. was good so, to begin with i agree i agree that the film is so weirdly paced that they finally are like oh it's a happy song that that will fix us all you know that kind of thing right and that is so weirdly time mismanaged that it just feels terribly rushed it's 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 bonkers the way that they do that if they would have had if they if that would have like been their plan yeah before they ever went in there you know what i think would have been good i don't want to rewrite stephen king's stories for him because people say he's fairly good at it or whatever if they would have before they went in the house if they would have somehow found out yeah that uh What's his name? Michael. It yeah. was not being at all honest with him. You right. know, somebody finds some historical record of these Indians all getting slaughtered right. or whatever. Right. You know, something, and then they know, and then they confront him, and then they go, "Hey, man. Well, what do we what, do now?" Right. Or something, and then uh-huh. they come up with a plan or something. But 
Yeah. In the midst of being in this pit when you don't know what's going on. <laughs> right. And all of a sudden somebody goes, I remember a jingle about bullies and yeah. just laugh at the bully and make fun of them. And then that's how you win. Right. Hurrah. Right. Guess what? And then all of a sudden we just won. Yeah. And then it's like, boom, he's done. Yeah. And you know, the worst part about it for me is that they could have just, there's no end that they couldn't have just done at any time. Right. There's nothing about the way that you defeat him right. that any one of them on their own yeah. could have just done that 10 minutes into the first movie. Yeah. And like, so the whole trip yeah. was nonsense. Yeah. Right. I mean, it didn't go anywhere. And apart from that, I don't like having a three-hour movie. If you want to make like a quick movie and then I can't think about it, then that's okay, right? Right. But if you're going to make me sit here for three hours and I have to think about things, <laughs> and then the things that you're making me think about right. are like nonsensical, right? right? Like all of – the answer to like every question is, I don't know, magic. Right. <laughs> right. Like what? Step. Yeah. You tell me all these things about – what Pennywise ultimately really is, yeah, which is supposed to make some kind of sense, yeah. But then at the end of the day, all you say is, "I don't know, magic." Yeah, it it works that way because magic. Right. Why can't we leave? It works magic. that way because we believe. Right. There's a <laughs> there's a thing there's a thing that didn't make it in here, and I don't know if it will in any other cut. Where there's a conversation, you know, kind of like kind of like you see Pennywise across the river doing something awful. You know, there's a thing, I think, between Mike and Pennywise. Maybe it's Bill, but I think it's Mike. And he says, in essence, as an adult, he's like, you know, we're coming for you. We're going to beat you this time. And Pennywise is like leering, you know, and he's like, sure you are. And he's like, no, we have, the, the strength we have this time is we believe. And Pennywise has like this big salivating grin. And he's like, you do, you believe in me. And like, that's the catch of the film. Right. Like, yeah, you're adults and you know that there are things that you can do, but you're also crippled by the fear that you give me. And if they played more in that than the walkabout, you know, to find all right. the totems, which right. is part of the book and part of the story and part of the ritual of Chud, that's all, that's all well and good. Um, that doesn't but, make sense and doesn't yeah. actually mean anything. Yeah. And has there's nothing like, how did supposedly right? We have a way that the Native Americans, yep, uh, defeated him before, right? But he's not defeated, right? So why is our theory that we're going to do the thing that somebody defeated him before, right? But he's not defeated. Nobody in this whole group of people says, "Hang on a minute, yeah." Guess if what? they've yeah. killed him, right? Right. Then, yeah, this 27-year cycle why, sucks. No right, one's doing it. Why right. is he? Yeah. Well, they didn't believe as hard. So. Uh, yeah. But uh, magic. Overall, <laughs> overall, I really, I really was surprised because I was pretty nervous about it. It is different than the first film in a lot of ways, even though the same characters are there. Because the first film is really fast moving. Well, it, it's not slow moving. It's really purposeful in its direction it doesn't really meander and the kids are so strong and the storytelling and the and the lines are really effective and fun as adults it feels clunky and like it stalls sometimes right. and they pick it up and then they accelerate real fast because they've got to be at point c already i think it's, it's weird it still unevenness. does great until we get too far in yeah and I, it's hard to judge with the movie being like this long but i would say like maybe the last half hour you're yeah. kind of going, all right, come on, well, let's end and, and or something. We're wrapping up too, but there's just like weird, there's weird side things that I just wish they hadn't put in. Like in the book, Bill has a wife and you see her briefly in the film. She's the actress that is introduced for no real reason. Right, in the right. book, In the book, she's a very big reason. Like she's very prominent in the end. Bev has this abusive boyfriend that you see briefly. He's an incredible force to be reckoned with right. later in the book. Just like uh, Henry Bowers is. Bowers is just like a throwaway gag here, which also bothered me because when he finally like stabs um, Eddie, they play it off for laughs. Like it's supposed to be terrifying, you right. know, and it's just like slapstick. And it, that's it not that. So there are a bunch of these weird missteps. There that is, could have left all these people out. Th there is. There are lots of people. But, in the, like the whole, um, he ends up stabbing the guy or whatever. Yeah. That guy didn't need to be in the movie at all. Right. Because he never got anything. He never he, did. Right. He's in the, 
he's in this movie like chocolate frogs are in Harry Potter movies. Right. It's like because he's in the book, he's and in we the book, see it or whatever. It, yeah, but it never goes anywhere. And even when that scene happened, and he he stabs the guy, and then the guy's in the shower, and he like pulls the curtain closed or whatever, yeah. and the, yeah. the whole thing. I was like, you know what? There's another take of this. Yeah. That's really good. Really strong. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. that yeah. really is the one that should have been in the movie. Yeah. But it's just kind of like the simpler whatever thing, yeah. right? So it's like And the, I get it. And there's an awful lot of stuff, but there's a there's a bit of fan service there that like I said at the beginning, the filmmakers really love the book. And it shows cuz there's a lot of thoughtful, careful consideration of how to put everything together and no one in in other versions of stories like this Bill and Bev get all the time and everyone else is just a side character, even though they're equal characters in the story that it's based on. Here, everybody's pretty much equal. Right. But it, it's almost like somebody had to come in and just say, look, I know you're J.K. Rowling, but you can't write a thousand page book. Right. You, need, you need an editor. Right. Somebody had to come in and say, I love the source material too. This doesn't work. Right. So, but even all that said, I'm with you. I, I had a hell of a fun time. I was really surprised at how much it worked when I was afraid it wouldn't, and it was it was good. Yeah, you know? and, and it I don't think it's very scary, but I'm a hard judge for that. I'm right. very desensitized. By no, it's uh, it's more like I a don't know. It's, movie there, than are, it is a there are there are a couple that may there are a couple things yeah. that maybe are kind of scary. Um, but like I was gonna uh, I was gonna say before it probably the last half hour. I kind of got to the point where I was like, I mean, come on. And, you yeah, know, like right. we've been here forever and now I'm right. I'm really just walking through caves. Yeah. Like for no reason. Like <laughs> right. just to see like 10 more minutes of walking through more, more caves. caves. And I'm like, yeah. dude, I get it. You're in the caves, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> there were parts then it was, yeah. it, it, you got the weight of how long you'd been watching it. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it added up. But up until then, yeah, I, I never really did. It wasn't like at an hour and a half, I I was already like kind of squirming in my seat or whatever, going, "Why am I still watching this?" It like it had its delivery yeah. pretty solidly all the way through there. Yeah, so yeah, I agree. And uh, it's a lot of fun, and you should go see. You it. You should go see it, and everyone uh, else is seeing it. Yeah, everyone else is doing it. You should too. Right. Uh, <laughs> next week, I'm not even absolutely sure what we're going to be even doing, know either. but uh, we might be doing. Let's see what's today. No, it's not Ad Astra yet. I don't. No, I don't yet. think there's much, but uh, we'll find we'll, something if we can. Yeah, we'll be back. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, this is actually weird because we didn't love either movie. We did two movies. Yep. We didn't necessarily love either movie, but you should you should check them out. Yeah, so definitely. That's <laughs> that's probably a unique yeah, week. That's a good one. All right. Th- thanks for tuning in. We'll catch yeah. you next week. Right. Bye. Bye. Hey listeners, on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.